Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I'm catching up with Georgia Hill, who's uh, been on the podcast a year ago, but um, she's had a really busy year and she's here in Melbourne and I uh, thought I'd just catch up and have a chat and find out what she's been up to. How you going, Georgia? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. So it's been a year since I last spoke to you and uh, I've been you know, catching up with you via Instagram and just seeing what you've been up to. And you seem to be here, there and everywhere, like yeah. <laughs> globe, globe trotting and working on like uh, massive projects and like good exhibitions and all, all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah. So like, like, what have you been up to? Like, yeah. Um, so since I saw you last, we were in, uh, down in Victoria for wall to wall, which was, um, last March. So yeah, it has kind of exactly been a year. And from there, I went on to making some artworks for a exhibition with um, Gary and Pref uh, for Typographic Circle. So that was on a stolen space in the UK. And yeah, that, that was a really, really good show. They kind of set up a, a group of five of us and they wanted to start presenting this work where we don't really fit with graffiti, but we don't really fit with sign writing. And instead of waiting for someone else to define it, they've kind of taken the reins and are, yeah, starting to shape what this work looks like and where it sits. So, mm. it, yeah, it was, it was really cool and really special for me to get asked to make some work alongside them and said Kinos and all type no face as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And like, did they uh, invite you, or were you guys? Did you guys meet at a, a festival or something like that? Um, I met Gary at Wonderwalls in, I think it was the year before last. Um, I wasn't painting, but he was down there, and I really liked his work. And it was the first time catching up. And uh, yeah, our first conversation was Selena Miles was driving us somewhere, and I think we were just talking about spirit levels for about forty minutes, which is a very particular kind of conversation. Um, and yeah, from that, it was good. We just really hit it off and really like each other's work. And yeah, through Gary, uh, caught up with Pref and just got yeah, invited to contribute something. And it's turned into other works as well from a show recently in Paris in December at 42B Gallery there. Um, and that was with Fun Skull and Will Lechance too. It's, it's been really cool. It's kind of just, yeah, evolved into just especially for me moving away from some murals into actual artworks and exhibitions. It's been a really nice way to do it. Mm. Yeah, cool. Like it's a, it's a great group. When I saw the, um, saw you guys all getting together for the yeah. exhibitions, it was yeah. like, oh, wow, it's a, it's a killer lineup. Yeah, for yeah. me, it feels pretty, pretty crazy. Like, especially Gary's work is someone's, yeah, stuff I've looked at for a really long time and really mm. like. So, yeah, yeah hopefully we're, they were talking about a few more things happening this year. So hopefully that go on i'll yeah i'm heading over to europe again from june this year so wow yeah i'll turn up <laughs> i'll be ready and yeah hopefully yeah we'll, we'll see what happens yeah yeah so you're like you're technically homeless at the moment aren't you yeah yeah i have been for a while um kind of the past year i've been in australia for probably six or seven months um working on a lot of projects with westfield through ambush gallery and they're based in sydney um, but yeah, kind of in between those projects, I was jumping on a plane to head overseas. So yeah, I've, I, I told myself it'd slow down a bit, but I don't, I don't really want to. The, the kind of opportunities have been too good and kind of too big to pass up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that though? Like you say, all right, after this, I'm having a break and then, and then like, so yeah, as you said, something will come your yeah. way and you're just like, oh, I can't say De no to that. Definitely. It's, yeah. it's a feeling of, um, it's probably just FOMO. Like you don't, you don't want to miss out on mm. anything. And as well, when it's your, your friends or people whose work you really admire as well, mm. that yeah, you could be alongside. It's a really good feeling, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's really hard, especially when it's a trip kind of overseas or one, once you're over there too, you want to just keep linking up one yeah. thing to another and see how long it will, yeah, how long you can stick around. Yeah, so it's not always financial based. It's more uh, no. just like <laughs> just want to, you know, create good art with good people yeah. in yeah. Good, good locations. Yeah, at the moment I've been lucky. Like financially, I'm afloat, which mm -hmm. is okay. But um, oh, I'm definitely not. Yeah, making making bank <laughs> with, yeah. by like wasting money on plane tickets. Yeah. But um, yeah, it kind of evens out. I realized the rent I was paying in Sydney, especially because I wanted to have a house and a studio kind of that rent as soon as I took the house part out of it I could afford to travel much more and 
yeah, kind of put that money back into art as well. So, mm. yeah, it's it's working out. It's a bit more interesting. Like, I kind of like having the freedom to go where the jobs are or where the, yeah, the, the walls are. So. Yeah. Why yeah. not, eh? You, yeah. you don't have anything holding you down. You no. Know? And, yeah, it's kind of, I, I think about three years ago I got really serious about it and now it's it's kind of just still going. Once, once the momentum mm. is going, it's like anything. It's pretty, mm. it's easier to keep it going than yeah. to start. So, yeah. I f- found as well as, like, if you, what you put your mind to normally ends up presenting itself as well. Yeah. So you've sort of said, oh, I want to travel and I want to do cool projects overseas. And it's like yeah. you're constantly being asked to yeah. con- to do stuff overseas. And, like, for me personally, I, I wanted to start showing in galleries a lot more. And now it's been, like, back-to-back exhibitions and yeah. stuff. And, and it's not out of me, like, knocking on gallery doors. It's just, like, I don't know, an email will come in and yeah, or, or a I, conversation will happen at a pub or something. And before you mm, know it, there's... I think, yeah, it's kind of a being open to it and kind of being ready for the opportunity too. Like... It's not like you just woke up one day and you you wanted to have a gallery exhibition, but you put in so much work in the mm. background that when those chances pop up, you kind of just have to, I don't know, I'm very, like, I will just get on with it and do it. I'm probably a bit out of my depth at all times, but it's the only way you really learn, especially like going from murals for me at the beginning was a big learning curve. And now coming back to exhibitions and gallery work is, it's kind of learning the rules all over again. Like it's yeah. a different system it's different ways of presenting your work and even uh like refining things back like whether you're yeah, deciding what materials to use mm. rather than like just like an old bucket of paint yeah. sometimes you want to make it that little bit more special so it's good though it's it's been a nice way to kind of bring my work down again to a smaller scale and yeah like a more manageable scale like mm. I, I think with everyone it's like big walls are really it's fun to do and that physical challenge and the kind of problem solving is there but when you're doing exhibition works, you can use that scale to tackle new ideas, yeah. kind of yeah, in a manageable frame, not yeah. in a not in a fifty meter yeah scale. <laughs> so speaking of big murals, I, I was looking at the work you've been doing with uh, with Westfield, mm-hmm. and like yeah, one like you've done how many murals have you done with it? I think it's well in total, it's probably been about twenty different murals and installations mm. across four or five different sites in Australia. Um, but yeah, we the the biggest one from last year that took place over seven weeks, and that was up in Coomera, so between Brisbane and the Gold Coast, and um, that, that was about 250 meters by 20 meters wrapped around a building. So Jesus. it was like a big, um, yeah, a big like the kind of cinema box that they have there. But uh, yeah, the the work there it's been really amazing, especially working yeah with Bill and John at Ambush because they they've pushed really hard for the artists to still control their work. Mm. Um, I think everyone's always a bit you're a bit cautious working with a brand or a developer, but yeah, it's good having a middleman kind of put their foot down and make sure you're still going to be proud of your work at the end of the day too. And yeah, to get it on that scale, like I I really like doing big things and like pushing it as big as I can. And to get a job where the scale is that big was pretty, yeah, pretty crazy. Because just yeah. seeing photos of, of you doing it, like you would, mm. you'd be like just a dot in the yeah. photo <laughs> and it would be a sec- just a section of the mural as yeah. well. Like, yeah. Like I, can't, I, I just can't <laughs> put it into like the thought of how to even approach something that big. Yeah. You know? even, even as the person doing it, I, I think my sense of scale is just so out of whack, like, mm. which is probably part of why I'm so open to doing it I'm just like yeah well like make some time and get up there and get on with it because when you're up there like a meter is still a meter you kind of your perception is always the same Mm. it's only when you really step back and actually realize yeah how big things are Um, yeah we had a group of assistants up there and it was a bit like a a street artist real world project we're all in like a a big waterfront house together and waking up at 5 a.m to go paint every day so it was this weird mix of tradey life and living on the Gold Coast and the weather was beautiful but yeah every day we kind of drive over this hill and you see the building in front of you and it's just like it was just gigantic but then as soon as you start chipping at it you see kind of like bits of paint cut across you mm. see sections come together and yeah without without assistance on that job it wouldn't it wouldn't be possible it was it yeah, was pretty you wouldn't want to do it on your oh own. man You'd still no be way. there yeah it, it would have been like a year of my life easily but um yeah for the scale of it it's pretty it's crazy how quickly it turned around from concept to being on site mm-hmm. and um yeah it was just it was just amazing to watch it happen and also to learn 
how to kind of manage people and manage projects on that size, like especially that I want to do things like that again. It was definitely, yeah, like work experience for me. <laughs> Trying to figure out how to stay four days ahead of a team of people who are painting and keep like, yeah, even just like morale. It's weird managing people. And the guys were so great. They were so just like positive and keen to get painting. Like it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So with so. like, when you rocked up, was the wall already white? You know what I mean? No, so the wall was, it was precast concrete, so, or prefab concrete. So we kind of had a grid already on the wall yeah. from the like the panels and the sections there, but there was a painter before us, Rob, who had to prime everything. So Jeez. he painted, he painted the whole building before we did. And he was just one guy, like mm. we were a team of four doing it. And um, yeah, he was just up there in the loose with his roller pole and like yeah. it was yeah it was pretty crazy it was very just tradey life like we'd see him for smoko and some <laughs> days he was just like a broken man or it'd start raining like it was it was very gold coast where it's just like if the storm's coming in it's yeah a day works undone yeah so because yeah. the, the reason i ask is like say it was painted white i'd yeah. have like that white be like a main color yeah. in the, yeah. the mural a lot of it yeah. it was it was definitely um the experiences I've had painting before helped so much where it's like you try to plan to make life easier for yourself instead mm. of, I don't know, there were a few things I definitely should have made easier. Like mm. the concept got signed off so quickly, I hadn't really revised the detail. Yeah, so it's like a rough sketch. Oh, we turned up with like <laughs> a, a super detailed low res sketch. So the guys were kind of like really had to just go off me directing them. It was really hard to hand over an image to give them a section to kind of tackle on their own. So. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a lot to learn as time went on. But as well, over two, two sections, so three weeks and four weeks. It's a big, it's a lot of time for anyone, let alone to ask um, yeah, everyone to take time off their own practice as well to get yeah. it up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, good work for getting it done. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to the guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so what did you get up to um, after the Westfield jobs? Um, kind of during and after. There are a few trips. So I, I had a residency in Spain, um, down in the south of Spain, which was two weeks um, with Hoya Air. And it was, that was, it was really amazing. I've, I've been trying to make a point of doing a residency every year. And um, yeah, they're, they're completely off the grid. They're just in this like big old farmhouse. They've renovated out themselves and have a goat, have their kids. They're, the couple is originally from the UK and now they um, yeah just live in Spain and it's, it's really amazing they just give you space to work and be on your own schedule but uh yeah you have like big dinners together every night there's, there's a little bar every drink is a euro which is my kind of bar so yeah that was really amazing i um i've been trying to make a point to of adding on a bit of extra time to the end of every trip so i went to lisbon after that just for a few days but it was it was really necessary like i find especially with murals i get so into work and trying to be at the wall kind of every hour that I can be that to force myself to take time off and yeah, even just read or draw or like sit down and think about work I don't give myself a lot of time to do that so the residencies have become really important for me to kind of make sure I'm moving forward with work rather than hoping it will happen on the wall like mm. yeah giving myself time to just sketch and it doesn't have to be good and doesn't have to yeah, even turn into anything special, but you just have to make sure you get that stuff out or it, yeah, I feel like if it stays in your brain, you, you still come back to it six months later, you're not really moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so you didn't have to make a show or anything out of this? No, residency. no, it was completely um, self-directed work. So there were, I think, five other people there at the same time as I was. And I just made a point of, I just got a whole lot of like architecture books and kind of space and theory. Uh, text that I've, I've been meaning to read for years basically and yeah I, I made a point I just set up a bit of a schedule for myself where I'd like you can go for a four-hour walk and you still have the whole day mm. to spend yeah so yeah I was reading sketching I was um I did some kind of like flag installations like I took some canvas with me and um just yeah I really it felt really good to do some really personal work as well I think with so much of the mural stuff more and more there's been kind of a client I have to answer to or because it's in a public place you feel like you're you have to consider the context that already exists around the work and so to make yeah it, they were just like small canvas flags with text um on them in different phrases and really just kind of instances of how I was feeling and kind of being on pause for yeah for the first time in a really long time 
it was it was really nice to just make public work but completely from my own perspective without being worried about how someone might interpret it or how they might read it and uh, yeah it's something I really want to do a lot more of in the future and kind of push the scale of that mm. a bit more yeah cool yeah and so you also um went to Seattle and Cairns yeah as well yeah Cairns was pre-Westfield it's where my life it was kind of like a line oh, <laughs> in, in my year <laughs> the marker yeah um yeah that was um for seawalls so I've done a few seawalls now with um Trey Akira from Pangea Seed Foundation and um Emily Divas from Frank and Mimi and she mm-hmm. has her own art practice as well she um yeah got the whole thing going for Cairns which is pretty crazy and pretty it's it's a funny festival it's always so positive to do but then it's also very confronting like the state of the earth and what's going on and because we were in Cairns we were focusing on the Great Barrier Reef um but it was it was amazing I got to do um we were up there with the Low Bros and Fancy Omega Ian McCallum was up there um a whole lot of people it was really good kind of having a lot of friends around because it was the Australian version of the festival and um yeah we got to do scuba diving like we did a three-day course for that and yeah, at the start of the year, I didn't think that was even on my radar as something I would do. But it's like being in space. I don't know how people, yeah, do it. A mock island, he was up there. He's, he's a really keen diver, and I couldn't handle it. Like, my ears couldn't yeah, yeah, get the regulating down there. Yeah, regulating yeah. <laughs> it's, it's To me, I, I've said to a few people, but it felt like so 60s where people are like, we're going to live on the moon or we're going to live underwater. And it's just like everything in your brain is telling you you shouldn't be down there. So yeah. it, it was a kind of good thing. Yeah, it wasn't physically the challenge, but the mental challenge of being like, you can breathe underwater. I'm not sure. Have you done it? Have yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, I still find it so I crazy. I prefer snorkeling, yeah. personally. Yeah. But, snorkeling uh, was great. And kind of the yeah. perspective from snorkeling was like, you kind of saw the, the kind of cliffs and things underwater a bit clearer rather mm. than being down in it. But mm. yeah, it was, I, yeah, Pangea Seed offered the chance to get trained up with Patty and it's, yeah, it'd be stupid to say no. Yeah. There's a lot of training. There's a lot of, like, I was trying to do the typographic circle artworks in Melbourne and then had the online training component for the diving. And so I was kind of painting till 3 a.m. And then I was like, I'll just do two hours a night of this online component. And I'd be, like, watching the sun come up, trying to learn about, yeah, regulating and your lungs are a balloon and all this stuff. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got it now. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually missed out on getting it. Oh, did you? All yeah, that, all that training, I couldn't all get, that studying? I couldn't get past the second day, so it was all right. I like, I tried, but everyone as well, the horror story, the horror stories started coming out of when people kind of pushed themselves too far yeah. trying to get it done. And one of the, the low bros was quietly having problems of his own, but he really wanted to like get the certificate and lock it in. And I just, yeah, I've... My brain was on painting, so I was like, I don't want to yeah. ruin myself. But I knew I had to paint. I knew I had to go overseas again soon. So I was thinking yeah. about being on a plane with a busted eardrum. That yeah. wasn't going to be pleasant. End up so. with decompression sickness or yeah. something like that. Yeah the, yeah, oh, the things that can go wrong. I was just <laughs> like, what are people doing down here? It's, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, and you said you also went to Seattle as well. Like, what was going on over there? Yeah, Seattle was for Soto Track, which is, it's really cool. It's um this artist, when I was in Portland, the year before that, I was over there with Thomas Jackson, and we met up with this guy, Gage Hamilton, and he puts on Soto Track uh, with a group, and they, it's kind of a, their rail corridor. Um, I think it's like their buses and emergency vehicles, all this stuff. But, um, yeah, instead of just letting it, there's huge walls there and there's so much traffic that goes through like the the public transport in Seattle was amazing so yeah it's, I think it's the third year now and they just get artists in to paint uh just different spots along mm. the way but they've got such a good setup it's like you can just grab it jump in a golf cart and like you fly down this like it's just like a free run it feels like you're in a little racetrack and it was really good um Sherry and Yock were out there Elliot Routledge was there um, a whole lot of artists that I like, yeah, whose work I really like but haven't met, like Ricky Lee Gordon was there, and uh, yeah, I remember more names. But it's just, it was just good. It was a nice mix of people and like mm. good weather, good, really just yeah, a really fun festival. But yeah, I, yeah, I just had a big wall. I asked, it's the first time I've ever asked for a smaller wall to paint, but um, it like got there in the end, and it was, it was just 
I don't know. It's it's really nice meeting up with more and more good people. Mm. They've, they've got a guy out there called Dom who's just like a machine when it comes to painting yeah. anything. Like, yeah, he could turn around a wall in two days if he needed it. So he was a good backup plan for everyone. It was was, like, was he yeah. a stair just helping it run out? He's pretty much like a, a professional artist assistant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he's he travels quite a lot just helping people when they need it like yeah, they hit them up the and budget done. for him yeah. yeah it's not a bad job there's a few people in sydney i've been telling them they should probably position themselves that way like if you get to travel as much as artists but mm. you you get to drink more than them probably yeah, if you're yeah. just on fills you'll be yeah exactly <laughs> you'll have a good time yeah yeah so when you when you're painting these big murals i can see how sort of um the abstract work there's room to maneuver with that you yeah. know, it doesn't have to be perfect <laughs> but but when you're working with fonts like, cause you got a lot of type in your work as well. How do you go about getting the, the, like the type up there, uh, right? Um, know, so big. <laughs> oh, it's it's been a lot of practice, I think. And um, I deep down I know where the mistakes are, and probably anyone who's a, a real sign writer or Gary, like, you can you can see the kind of things that aren't right in there. But often it's so big, like ten centimeters is really forgiving, which is pretty crazy. But I I travel with a spirit level and string and use a roller pole and I found kind of doing things from a distance you get a better sketch mm. up quite quickly and also a lot of walls lately have been kind of long horizontal walls so once you set your kind of letter height you're good to go mm. the whole way across but I don't know it's it's more just little yeah little things I have to remind myself all the time like the letters are always thicker than I think they're going to be like I've, I've done so many sketches where I get down off the lift and it's just like a noodle of writing like it's not there's not enough weight to it at all so I usually start I pick an easy letter like a, a H or an E and that sets your letter height your letter width um, how thick the stroke is and because I use this kind of like a bastardized Futura font really where it's just a little bit more geometric so mm. everything I do is a measurement of something else that's already up there yeah. and as soon as you've got that you just kind of yeah there's you can you can run with that pretty easily but again with the abstract stuff i think i i originally started bringing in those textures because it kind of hides like a world of sins if you really stuff <laughs> something up you just kind of like rip across it or you like cut something out of it and mm. yeah i i remember there was a wall in boston i did and i i just measured it like wrong I've, it's happened a few times where i'm just like six meters short somehow even though i measured the wall myself and I've gone home and like really rendered it out to get the sketch up quickly. But um, yeah, I'd just, I'd just gone way too short with it. And I started overlapping letters tighter and tighter towards the end. It was a bit like those, um, like the birthday sign, like card you used to write when you yeah. were a kid and you just have to start yeah, writing around the side of the page. <laughs> so it just kind of started to overlap, but then the, the textures behind it were overlapping anyway. So mm. I just started to incorporate that. I don't know those things it's I kind of like when those things happen because it's it's something to think about which yeah. is good but it's you often get to an effect you wouldn't have tried mm. otherwise and it's weird you kind of have to that one was 13 days of painting to like hoping it would work out and Jeez. Yeah, it's only now like I think it's 18 months later I actually like the effect of it but even when I finished I was just like that it's rubbish and I it feels like people who know know better but I don't know I, I really like having type that's so particular and then trying to break that down anyway or do something different even though it's very straightforward but um yeah that's that's kind of changing a bit too where i've been trying to play with just completely new fonts and forms um i'll see we'll see what happens with that this year but yeah yeah i'm pretty in my lane at the moment <laughs> with straight type yeah yeah so you've also been uh, exhibiting throughout the year you said you had the show in london with uh, Pref and Gary, and you, you also mentioned you had, had one in Paris. Like, yeah. What was uh, it like showing in Paris? That, that was amazing. That was um, a group show, again, with yeah Pref and Gary, and uh, it was really good. I wasn't going to go over originally to see it, but I, I just needed a holiday, so I used it as a good excuse, and I just went and spent a week over there. But um, it was really amazing. The scene there is really... I think it's really exciting, and it was interesting, too. The riots were going on, so apparently... Parisians were being a bit more friendly than usual so <laughs> like they wanted to make a good impression um I don't know I had such a good time and I really want to go back mm. over there um so we showed with 42b which uh is run by Catherine over there and 
it was just it was really good to meet her I find meeting people just makes I don't know every every kind of experience with this so much more enjoyable like it's always fun to paint and it's it's good to do but often you end up in a bit of a bubble or in mm. your studio slaving away and then it's weird to just pack it up and send it out and hope it'll work out so yeah meeting Catherine was great and I've got a few works going over for the I think it's the urban art fair that's happening um next month and then yeah it's it's really good we like I don't I don't know what will happen there but I'd love to like push my work over there a bit more they mm. like big canvases yeah you're yeah. saying that yeah we we all got told to scale up which is it's news for all of us I think we're used to like struggling to get someone to buy like a a meter by meter artwork but over there it's it's good if they if they want big things I want to make it so <laughs> yeah, yeah but definitely. um yeah Catherine she's really really keen on New Zealand and um Australian artists at the moment so Askew had a show over there and Fortros had a show just after us and that that looked amazing mm. he's yeah he's something else I'm yeah. happy we weren't after him <laughs> yeah he's good yeah yeah so you also uh, had an exhibition in Sydney as well, China Heights. Yeah, um, yeah, that one was in August, um, and that that was really special for me. China Heights has been like I love what it has been doing from the start, and um, yeah, I think I said the last time I was on the podcast, I used to head in there when I was super young, and it was like big scary adults having exhibitions, and now it's really it's really cool that everyone's kind of he's pushing just like great new work and really contemporary stuff I think that is still interesting and really engaging I think um Ali Webb just had a show there and she does a lot of uh prints I think it's lino cuts and it's really it's such beautiful work and it gives people a really good space and good platform to show so yeah for me to get to show there it was really something I'd, I'd wanted to do for quite a long time um, but it was, it was a mission like between yeah all this work and murals I was in a studio as well trying to like prep pieces for it and I think it's like any show you kind of wish you could have done a bit more or push things a bit bigger like I'm, I'm getting used to the scale of gallery spaces like you I think I had it was like a meter 10 by a meter 30 <clears throat> pieces and then as soon as you put them on the wall they look like a four pages like yeah. it, it looks like nothing <laughs> so it was it was just really good and Ed, Ed was just so great he's got like the perfectionist tendencies I have too so it was, it was really nice having like just all the little details kind of finessed and yeah it's it's such a beautiful space so I was really happy with that one and yeah we'll see there's there's more shows coming up so we'll see what happens yeah next yeah yeah <laughs> so in the new year like what did you get up to then you went to India right Is that yeah right? yeah I um so Paris and Copenhagen they were meant to be pretty chill like trip it was like a holiday just for myself which was really good seeing a lot of galleries and just different spaces and shows there um and yeah I started the new year with a trip to India which was like the most turbo way to, <laughs> to get into the year um but that was it was really amazing it was with Start India who've been running for I think five years now over there and they're, they've just got such an amazing like scope of projects it's it's all around India I don't think I even realized how big that country is until I got there like mm. people travel like it's the whole world and I, I wish I'd spent a lot more time there um, but yeah, it was, it was really special to be invited over for that and they give you real time to make work. Like I had three weeks there and they were setting up um, in Lodi, it's their kind of art district and so that just got announced as like India's first official arts district where it's kind of yeah the main hub of street art. They had a, an exhibition opening with a whole lot of um, Singapore based artists doing installations. They've taken over this whole building there. And um, it, it was just so cool. It's, it's run so professionally. Like I've never been on a festival where I have a, a site manager and assistants and like, it, it was just amazing. It was, it was such a good crew of people mm. and definitely, yeah, kind of people like I really hope to get invited back again at another time and do another project there. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I've, I honestly haven't done a festival that is bad, but yeah. <laughs> it's hard to compare them all because they've all been really, really good, but. I think India was great because it was such a like a shock to your system to get there anyway and get started. But mm. um, for me too, it was I was collaborating with another artist, um, Hanif, and he does really he has such a broad practice of his own too. Like he does a lot of sign writing and then graffiti and then also kind of contemporary installation art as well. 
So it was even just to work with him, he's got like a big reputation over there. So that, that was a bit scary to kind of like jump on board and see what we could make there. But um, I don't know, I just I had the best time. Mm. First four days, I was just like, what, are, what am I doing here? Like, it's, it's really something else, but I didn't want to go in the end. I was trying to figure out ways to kind of like drag it out. Yeah. yeah, do you have that problem when you, you, you're doing all this traveling but you feel like it's just back-to-back work and you don't get to see anywhere or have yeah. a proper holiday? Yeah, well, it's it's weird because in my mind, I it's my job and I, I'm pretty hard on myself where I'm like, if I've got to paint, I, I will paint and I I don't want to leave a wall like unfinished or anything. Like, mm. yeah, often like your flights aren't going to move or I have a job, things are booked up so tightly that I don't have another four days to kind of yeah push it out and spend spend a bit more time painting so it's good because you kind of have to problem solve in that way but there were definitely yeah in india there were nights we were finishing at the wall at nine and then you'd go to whatever party was on that night and that you'd be there by 11 and then going to bed at four and everyone's like we'll do it again tomorrow and i was just like you guys are they're on another level like Hmm. they work very hard and they party harder than that but (laughs) it's so fun they just have such a good attitude about all of it and it's I know, I really like that too. It's how how other people are just influences how you work as well. So yeah, everyone was there to like get things done, but they're gonna have a good time mm. doing it. So yeah, I need to, I try to make sure I like, I always start pretty strong and just wanna do my job. And then eventually once I know the wall's going, I can relax a bit and I know it'll get done. And yeah, you really enjoy like the people that are there. There's always artists like, yeah, there's a whole lot of people I haven't met before and yeah, the the, art fair was on like India's art fair and the whole kind of like art fairs going on in like the Middle East and Asia they're really interesting at the moment so to get along to a lot of that was really cool as well like make some time for that too cool and with um you said you had a whole bunch of people helping you like Mm. and like do you get confused on who's who (laughs) <laughs> with, like, the, the reason I say job, this yeah. is I was, I was painting at a festival mm-hmm. at the um, Darwin Street Art Festival and there yeah. was a guy who was just there yeah. all day and I didn't know what his role was Yeah. so, yeah. so I put a roller in his hand <laughs> and said make, make all that over yeah. there white and make their red and I had him like painting yeah. the wall with me and um, Not his and, yeah, and then um, yeah. someone came up and had a real go at me it was um yeah they're like he's not meant to be painting it's like what he just stands there all day and they're yeah. like yeah he just stands there it's like gee stuff that yeah well it's it's weird some jobs like i've had jobs where we have to have spotters so their job is to just stand there and stare at you in a lift in the wall which is like my deepest sympathies to those people like at least they get paid but i can understand it's not a fun job yeah but um i, I warn people if they hang around for too long because people it's really nice people want to come and have a chat and like yeah. see what you're doing but if if they're going to be there for six hours i'm like that's <laughs> yeah it's four hours of work we can like have lunch together I won't, I won't ever force anyone to work, but India especially, I, I did a workshop and the next day, like three or four of them turned up and wanted to help paint the mm. mural. So the only problem was I didn't have another lift to put people in. Like yeah. it was it was ground level, there was like five people working and then just like me up in a lift, sketching yeah. things up. Yeah. But I don't know, I'm, it's funny, I am always pretty, pretty bad at asking for help, but then as soon as I get people on board it's it's pretty crazy how fast things turn around like oh yeah, yeah. extra set of hands makes oh, a world of difference crazy. i always remember in new zealand like painting under this bridge I ended up with i think about six different people helping out and i was just like it was just like local kids and it was really amazing it was the only way that job got done but i was buying them pizza for lunch being like because no, yeah people weren't getting paid and it's their own time but mm. i always feel like i kind of have to give them something in return yeah pizza's my yeah my bargaining chip yeah <laughs> so <all> i've got <laughs> <laughs> yeah the reason i got up mm. for this guy to work because he was doing what you you said yeah. where um he just stood there and was talking to me asking me yeah. a million questions <laughs> and i was like man I, I can't i'm not here to talk you yeah. know it's yeah. like, oh, i work. can talk and paint but, uh, like all day like yeah. we yeah we joke about especially like that westfield job because it's seven weeks with people so it was um gus eagleton david Cragg, callum preston cam wall and ian mccallum and we're living together and working together and eating together, like everything we were doing, like you get up in the morning and mm. they're the people you see every day. And it was so lucky, like we all get along too, but you get into these conversations, like real life is happening as well as this job. So we're all up there in the lift, like talking about like relationships and like tax or whatever you're like, parents do, like it was, everyone was getting into these really real conversations. 
and it was it was so funny because we'd come down and I remember one of the spotters one day is like oh is one of the guys okay he seems he seems a bit off and I was like well and like told him everything that's happening he's like how do you know this about them and I was like you got to talk about something up there so yeah. it's good you get into like you make some like life plans and like where the next things are going I don't know it's it's really good when you that that lift talk you get, yeah. you get somewhere else with it, yeah. <laughs> I've never been in a lift. I've only been really? on the um, I've been on scissor lifts. Right. But never on um, like a cherry okay, picker or anything. Big lift. Yeah, I'd like to. All right. A bit, Careful what you wish for. <laughs> they're a bit sway, though, aren't they? Oh, they're, yeah. They're, you just gotta I gotta have confidence. They're that, fine once you're in it. The yeah. the first day is always yeah really crap. I yeah, the first day I'm ever in one, I'm like, well, this is the end. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna make it out of this project. And then a day later, you're like cowboy style yeah. like tape a harness onto yourself as if it's real <laughs> it just looks like you're wearing one yeah i um yeah. i was painting a, a wall a couple of weeks ago mm. and i had uh a friend mickey helping me mm. and i took him up in the scissor lift and we only it was only, only went up two stories mm. and it was starting to rock a little bit and oh. he was just he, he, he yeah. i said oh and now paint he's like i can't let go of the railing <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take him down and get, oh, no. get him to do everything at ground level. <laughs> Gave him a stepladder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah, I, I've never, in a lift, I've never gotten to like a, a crippling height. Yeah. But I think I think that's the thing is your your kind of scale remains the same. It's mm. only when you're standing down on the ground. Like there's been a few jobs where if I get down and, and like, uh, like the assistants are still painting, because mm. if I'm trying to scale something, we'll figure out the next part. And then you realize they are just like little specks on the wall and you see like a tiny roller pole like yeah. pushing out or like just this tiny bit of action is happening and you're like, how are we even doing this? Yeah. Like, and how is that lift? Yeah. 20 meters in the air. How is this working? It's like trying to um, do a draw, like fill in a, a drawing mm. on a uh, A3 sheet yeah, of yeah. paper with a ballpoint pen. <laughs> exactly. It's just little <laughs> lines next to each other. Yeah. You just have to be very patient and yeah. Yeah. It it all it always seems to get done in the end. Yeah, I've I've a lot of help. It definitely people help. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like, what are you working on now? Another show. Um, so I'm here in Melbourne where you and I are working on a show for Metro Gallery, which is it's pretty exciting. It's it, pretty. It's a new one. I think we've both been doing shows on our own. Yeah, pretty nonstop. Like I know you have a show every week. Right? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did have one last month, yeah. but uh, yeah, they're coming around pretty quick at the moment. But um, mm. but yeah, I think this is it for me for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but just like you, you know, some opportunities you can't uh, can't say yeah. no to. And this one came around at the same time. Other things came around, and then mm. dates kept getting moved. And before I knew it, I had two exhibitions like back to back. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I feel the same. I have so Metro opens on April fourth, and then I have a solo at Backwards on May thirty one. So it's in in a real a different world i would never run things this close together but mm. it's really interesting i think you produce a different kind of work like an element of it i think is like walls or murals where you you use the time you've got and you try some new things as well to manage mm. it that way yeah and i think for us like yeah we're working on pieces together as well as individual pieces and it's it's a completely new experience to see how your time works with somebody else and then what you actually start to produce too like I think mm. yeah we're both in your studio in Melbourne and it's like I think we're getting to pieces you you'd never make on your own no but then, yeah definitely. it's so good it's every day is like something else is happening I'm just like this is sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's been um it's interesting I was thinking about last night actually because mm. we've been working at, at you know a pace that yeah. is um it's a pretty rapid pace but it's quite manageable at the same yeah. time I don't feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends no. or anything like that I'm still taking weekends off and everything yeah yeah you're very but, zen about the whole thing <laughs> well no, no point stressing you know yeah but um but I've, I've found uh that it, it, what it's done is it's cut out the time to stress about yeah. things and, and, wor and question all your paintings mm. and every decision you're making it's just instead you come up with a, an idea you do a drawing that works and it's like all right yeah. let's paint it and you know then like within a couple of hours of thinking about something you're there and the painting's sort of on its way yeah. and it's like wow like, this i haven't mm. i haven't spent a week thinking about this yeah. and and this, then until yeah. to, and then you, you finally start painting painting it and you, you're on to the next thought or idea yeah. and you, it's so interesting you say that because i had the impression you're process was that quick all the time whereas I know I'm a bit more I kind of stew on stuff and want to lay it out and get it right before I've even started painting and so mm. yeah a big I kind of came into this show wanting to make sure I try some different things and like approach work in a different way because mm. it's 
I really love the what I've been producing lately, but the I can stress myself out so easily thinking it has to be very precise or very perfect. Mm. And yeah, it's really good even just riffing off someone else or yeah, if I watch you work quickly, I'll try and work quickly or there's things I know I want to really spend time on, but then combining that with a completely different style, it gets you somewhere else. I think I think yeah, not knowing what the end result will be makes it so easy to apply some different methods and some mm. new ideas because it's yeah the, the whole thing is just like exploring what's going to happen and we have so many kind of themes and elements that are our own style but overlap yeah but yeah putting them together it's been really cool mm. and it also like I've, I've been looking at past exhibitions of mine mm. and um i knew that i had to i don't know just sort of switch it up in order to mm. work alongside your art as well which was really exciting for me because i can't yeah. just yeah, you know, I don't like to repeat myself yeah. with shows. I don't want to do the same show twice. But um, it's uh, it was a really good opportunity for me mm. to um, to go. All right, how's how's this going to work, and, and what am I going to yeah. do for it? You I know? feel the same for for me too. Like having been trying to push into abstract things more too, is and that you paint quiet. You can see what the object is. Mm. It's been something I'm like, okay, do I do this? Do I go in that direction? Where it's actually, yeah, you can see it's a gate or a fence or a part of this house or yeah kind of take something you paint but then recreate it in my own style and then yeah I think we've got elements that are overlapping like that but then also our own unique things like there's a couple of your heads in there that are I'm not touching them I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing that but I don't know I think it's really it's just been really fun and it's a nice yeah it's a really nice challenge and it's I don't know it's been very mm. supportive mm. I think we're both like because when yeah when we even met um at wall to wall it was so interesting, like part of the conversation was that to paint a wall together would be really cool. Mm. And that this is a very different version. It's not a wall, but there's so many different little things we can test out and try together and put next to each other. Mm. And yeah, we, we haven't even gotten to like hanging it and how the works are gonna like talk to each other. And yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna be just really interesting. It's really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And also we've been, we're doing some decent sized pieces as well because uh, you know, we went and had a meeting at Metro and um, I already had some pieces in there that I thought were quite large at the time, but mm. as soon as you put them on the wall, they, that they, you know, they, they disappear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they look yeah. tiny. And so, yeah. um, so it's been good to work on some um, large pieces and just just back yourself as well and say yeah. stuff. It. I'm going to do some big pieces and um, add, I don't know, not worry about everything else that's caught up with painting yeah. large. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Going yeah. from yeah that big wall scale to a big indoor piece mm. is really nice. But I think we're also uh, I know I feel like we're finding like really interesting ways to tackle it mm. as well like this whole concept of things changing and developing through time is like we're we're kind of working through almost like animation styles like there's mm. narratives to some of the work but then also other things are like a big pause or like a big moment in just one image it's I don't know I'm just I'm so excited about it I think mm. it's yeah it's really good yeah and it was um it was interesting how this uh, exhibition came about because uh, I was speaking to to Metro and they uh, they invited me to do an exhibition mm -hmm. with them and um, and they only do uh, split gallery shows at the moment mm -hmm. so it's um, two artists exhibiting in the, the same gallery and um, I've been to exhibitions there before like that and it was this imaginary line yeah. in the gallery and I thought I don't really want to um, show like that mm -hmm. you feel like it, you don't feel like you're having a solo show then you feel like yeah. you're having half of a solo show so I um. So I spoke to them and said, oh, like, who are you pairing me up with? Because I'd like to work with them. And um, they didn't, they hadn't chosen the second person yet and asked me if I had any ideas on people I wanted to exhibit with. So I put uh, three names forward and, um, yeah. yeah, and they, they chose they chose Georgia and, um, yeah, it worked really well. Like, it was, I actually got to work with someone who I really wanted to work with and, um, yeah, and I, I knew it would uh, really challenge me. Yeah. Instead of being stuck with, say, a, a photorealistic oil painter yeah, doing portraits or something <laughs> and just going, oh, how are we going to work together? Mm. And also the fact that um, there's, you know, I see the the gallery as having a, a good side and a bad side, mm. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's almost like who gets a good side and who gets a bad side, yeah. side and all, all those little elements. So this yeah. way we get to take over the whole space together and, yeah. and work as two artists coming in to have an exhibition in this gallery instead of two bills on the one night yeah and that's yeah it really like it means a lot to me for you even putting my name in that like group like in the hat to consider it but then as well like any show is a great opportunity for you and then to make it such a collaborative thing 
and like to take a risk on it like we, we could have been painting for a month and nothing's working and <laughs> we're like what have we done but it's I just think it's so cool it's really nice I think that kind of attitude towards walls where like you kind of just see what happens sometimes to bring that into a gallery space and to apply it to a lot of works in a longer period of time I think is really exciting and really interesting and it's it's good with both yeah looking at what our our gallery practice is and kind of where it can go and yeah to take to take a bit of a risk to it and do something interesting I think I just I think it's really cool and I think in that space especially like you said that you have a larger area and a smaller area it's it's such an interesting way to play with it and something mm. new like mm. yeah Metro might run shows how they any way they want but to I really like the idea of playing with space anyway in works and in shows so yeah to, to be able to do that and alongside someone else it's really special yeah cool so if uh, anyone wants to come to the, uh, the show and check it out, uh, it opens on the 4th of April at Metro Gallery in Armadale in Melbourne. And um, yeah, come down, say hi, and check it out with us. All right, Georgia, last time I, um, I uh, interviewed you, I, we, I wasn't doing the rapid fire questions. Oh, I so, missed uh, out. Yeah. It's so pretty dirty. <laughs> here's your chance, you know. So um, name one artist you think deserves more shine. Um... I'm trying to do these quickly and properly without any research. But this one I had, um, I think Minna Lunig, I think her work's really amazing. And Ali Webb as well, I mentioned her before. But uh, they're both, they've both got really, really strong style and they've already got like a lot of, a lot of work behind them too. But give them a follow, I think they're, they're great. Cool. They're good. Um, what medium would you love to work with? Um, I would really like to work a lot more with like installation and kind of like light and shadow and big, big scale of things like that. So kind of playing around with perception, um, not in like a trick of the eye thing, but just shaping how you experience a space. So yeah, if, if anything, it's like getting into like concrete and builds and mm. big, big immersive, yeah, kind of things. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, what's one school you wish you had? Um, I wish I was better at languages because I about every three months I try to learn one and I lose interest really quickly. Um, and I wish I was bit, like, I don't know how to put it, probably cooking. I don't have the patience. I'm pretty good, but I'm not. Watching my friends who have homes and they cook every night and actually kind of put that skill to use every day, they're definitely better cooks than I am right now, so... Yeah. yeah, I need a kitchen again. I need to practice. Yeah, <laughs> cooking's fun. I love it. I really like it. Yeah. I just I have to travel with like salt and pepper in my bag if I want to make like I carry some things around to try and make proper meals. But yeah, I still turn up somewhere and you've only got a week and yeah. you try to buy the right amount of food for the right amount of time. Yeah, yeah, it's no I, time to experiment with like chicken. Or I get that sport. when you're traveling solo as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who's your favorite artist? Um, my favorite artist, I really like Bill Henson, his work. I have a lot of kind of favorites in different fields, but, um, yeah, I remember Bill Henson, especially when I was like 17, 18, I found his work and it's weird for me. Like I don't want to be a photographer, but the, the mood and like layering there, the, yeah, I just, I think it's amazing. Mm. Yep. And, um, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, that it's it's better just to get on with it than think about it. I think I spent a lot of time worrying about where kind of my work would end up. And it's been lucky that things have ended up in the right place at the right time. Like, mm. I don't know, things kind of overlap and come full circle at different times. Like, I used to be obsessed with architecture and I thought that's what I wanted to be. And now I'm realizing, like, I get to, I deal with buildings every day. I get to paint on walls and think about how people kind of, like, experience the space that way so it's different to designing the building and mm. I don't want to know the maths of designing the building but yeah eventually these are the things you're interested in if you keep yourself open to it it kind of yeah it comes back in your work in different ways yeah yeah and um do you have a dream project you'd like to work on? um yeah I do but I don't want to jinx it okay. but um we, well yeah I know there's a lot there's a lot of things like yeah I, I had a list I was telling someone a while ago it was like I want to paint a plane want to paint 20 story building want to paint a runway or a boat and 
do some like crazy water stuff. There's a lot of things I want to do. If I had a dream budget, then then I could probably answer the work scales to the budget. Yeah, I think. But that's the thing. It's like un- unlimited budget, like yeah. uh, an opportunity. Actually, yeah, know. one I, I would really love to. It's not even that. In my mind, I'm a bit like I have work jobs I would love to do and art projects I would love to do. But a kind of work job I would love would be like a a runway show, like a a full-on high-end Paris, Mm. like, yeah, totally overdone runway show. What, are you doing the clothes as well? Not the clothes, just like the the, the set, the lighting, the sound, like how people move through the space, how people have to sit and experience it. Um, I know, I kind of like, there's a point to it, like it is for the fashion. I'm not even like that fashionable, but I think, I don't know, in a lot of the fashion stuff, they get away with doing just the most like outrageous stuff for Mm. 13 minutes yeah and everyone moves on like the next day so yeah. i think it'd be yeah it'd be really interesting that sounds pretty achievable yeah Maybe. i think it's doable planted the seed now yeah yeah go to paris again <laughs> see what happens yeah <laughs> and um where are you wanting to take your art career um i really i want to take it to a point where it's it's about looking at very certain themes and concepts and then applying the right medium for that like I don't I don't want to just be a painter or a muralist or a sculptor I want to be able to kind of yeah work in a lot of different mediums that means I'm kind of challenged and exploring things as well along with exploring things in my work like yeah if if I get bored I I get over it I'm realizing I get I lose interest really quickly and I don't want to lose interest in this work so if I am challenged in these different ways like the scale or the medium excuse me it keeps things interesting yeah yeah cool and um do you have any uh future plans or projects um i have a show with metro gallery on april 4 and then a show at backwards on may 31 and after that i'm gonna head to europe and the states that'll probably be the rest of the year Mm. um and yeah just i'm gonna do a bit of a sabbatical i think and paint for no reason and see what happens Yep. see some stuff and give myself a break yeah <laughs> cool yeah and um where's the best place for people to see your work online uh the usual so probably instagram which is georgia hill bth and my website is georgiahill.com.au cool thanks for taking the time to sit down and have a chat thanks for having me all right we better get back to our painting yep and um yeah just a reminder that uh our exhibition opens at metro gallery in armadale in melbourne uh, on the 4th of April come down and check it out and uh, it'll be open for uh, after that for either two weeks or a month I can't yeah. remember we'll keep you posted <laughs> we'll keep you posted but come a... to the opening night see, yeah. the, see the real yeah. big thing exactly exactly <laughs> come celebrate with us yeah well we will be celebrating yeah <laughs> see ya thanks thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Bench Talk to view images of the guest's artwork follow us on Instagram at bench underscore talk or go to the website benchtalkpodcast.com. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. If you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and stay tuned for next week's episode.